Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. Give your glucose alerts and readings from the G7. Do not match symptoms or expectations. Use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. This is The Look Ahead with Scott Seidenberg on VSIN, the sports betting network. I forgot to acknowledge just how great Bill Mickelson was on the Manning cast of Monday Night Football. I mean, that guy came prepared like he was hosting a show. He was asking questions of Peyton and Eli, and and I tweeted out, just give this guy a podcast already. I mean, Mickelson, he was he was ready to go on that show. Scott Seidenberg here with you. It is the look ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. The college football playoff top 25 rankings will come out on Tuesday night, and... I don't think there's going to be a surprise with what we see. There's not going to be any changes in the top four as Georgia, Alabama, Oregon, and Ohio State all won. Cincinnati's going to stay at number five because there's no reason to have an argument now. And I think the committee is not going to want to have that headache right now because these things are going to play itself out. There's no reason to have this argument now. Let's keep them at number five. Michigan will stay at number six thanks to their uh, win over Penn State. Michigan State will stay at number seven with their win over Maryland. Can I see a scenario where Michigan State and Michigan flip-flop? Absolutely. Does it matter? No. Again, the Big Ten's going to play itself out. But I do see a scenario where they say, okay, now the head-to-head's going to matter a little bit because Michigan, they, they, 
good road win, but they only won by four against Penn State when Michigan State blew out Maryland. Okay, I can see it, but again, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. At number eight, this is where things get interesting. Notre Dame will move up from number nine to number eight. Oklahoma State will move up from number 10 to number nine. And then you have to wonder who's going to be number 10. I can certainly make the case for Baylor to go from 13 to 10 with that win over Oklahoma. The interesting part about Baylor, and this is, you know, I don't know why the committee did this, but this is what they did. In the first version of the playoff rankings, Baylor was ranked 12th. Baylor loses to TCU and only goes from 12 to 13. So I can see the committee elevating Baylor from 13 to 10. Wake Forest, who got a win over NC State, will go from 12 to 11. Now, could I see Wake Forest going from 12 to 10? Yes, I think it's between Wake Forest and Baylor for number 10. So Wake Forest and Baylor will be 10 and 11. Ole Miss, I think, will jump up to number 12. And then Oklahoma will go down to number 13. All of this will change in a week. Because this week, we will have the games that will separate people from the pack. You have, obviously, the huge game in the Big Ten with Ohio State and Michigan State. So... The winner of that game will be in, in my opinion, the top four of the college football playoff rankings. If Ohio State wins, they stay in there. If Michigan State wins, I think that they go from, let's say, let's let's say the committee puts them at number six this week. I think they can go from six to four, and they would leapfrog Cincinnati. Um, the loser is out. Doesn't matter where they rank the loser, they're out. It's as simple as that. Ohio State's a 19-point favorite in this game, by the way. Just just tells you everything that the books feel about how good Ohio State is. But Oklahoma plays Iowa State. I don't think that Oklahoma will improve themselves, maybe by one spot or two spots. It'll be interesting because if you look at who the teams play, in the coming weeks, right? So let's say uh, Oregon plays Utah. If Oregon loses to Utah, they're out. So you take Oregon from three, you drop them out of the top ten. Okay? You take Michigan State with a loss, you drop them out of the top ten. And then that puts... Oklahoma with one loss in a position to get back into the top 10 with a win over Iowa State. And then the following week, you have another opportunity for multiple things to change. 
as you will have the Oklahoma-Oklahoma State game. You'll have the Michigan-Ohio State game. Oklahoma-Oklahoma State will be a top 10 matchup. Michigan-Ohio State will be a top 10 matchup. The winner will move up in the rankings. The loser will drop out of the top 10. Because the loser will have two losses. They're out. And then, of course, we get our conference championship games. And then it's just, uh, you know, that's obviously going to figure, everything's going to figure itself out of who plays where. So the next three weeks are going to be real fun on the college football schedule. And I certainly can't wait to see where things end up. But I do not think that Oklahoma is necessarily out of it. I, I, I do not think that they're out of it because of what I just explained. How many teams will eliminate themselves with losses over the next two weeks? And there's a realistic possibility that going into the conference championship games, the rankings are number one, Georgia, number two, Alabama, number three, Ohio State, number four, Cincinnati, number five, Notre Dame, number six, Oklahoma. And then it's a matter of what happens in the conference championship games. Because think about this. Outside of those top six, who else is in the equation going into the conference championship games? Oklahoma State's not in the conversation. They'll have two losses. Texas A&M, they're not in the conversation. Ole Miss is not in the conversation. You're not going to put a two-loss team that didn't play in their conference championship game. Wake uh, Baylor's not in the conversation. They're just a two-loss team that's not going to be in their conference championship game. And then, who, who, who am I missing? Wake Forest? All right, Wake Forest could be number seven at that point going into their conference championship game. And could you imagine if Cincinnati loses, maybe they lose to SMU this coming weekend. And then you're looking at you're looking at a scenario where it's Georgia one, Alabama two, Ohio State three, Notre Dame four, Oklahoma five, Wake Forest six, going into conference championship games. Or it's going to be all chalk. Everyone's going to win. And going into the conference championship games, it's Georgia, Alabama, Oregon, Ohio State as your top four. Cincinnati at number five. Notre Dame at number six. Oklahoma, number seven. Wake Forest, number eight. With everybody winning. That could be the case. And I know that some people have tweeted at me. And again, you could tweet at me as well. At Scott's on air. S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R that I have not shown any love for Oklahoma State. And that that might be true. Um, maybe I'm just not a believer in Oklahoma State. 
I didn't like what I saw in the loss to Iowa State. A win over TCU doesn't impress me. A blowout win over Kansas doesn't impress me. The win over Kansas State and the win over Baylor were, you know, good wins. And they're going to be home against Oklahoma coming up uh, on uh, the 27th. But I actually think that they're they're in a dangerous game coming up against Texas Tech. And I wouldn't be surprised if Texas Tech pulls an upset here. We've seen the upsets happen every single week, it seems, in college football. Texas Tech is coming off a 41-38 win over Iowa State. They're at home now, welcoming in top 10 Oklahoma State. I mean, this this game has rushed the field written all over it, right? And Oklahoma State thinking about their chance to get to the college football playoff. Oklahoma State thinking about their opportunity to host Bedlam and beat Oklahoma in the last game of the regular season and keep Oklahoma out of the Big 12 championship game. This is a look-ahead spot of all look-ahead spots coming up on Saturday against Texas Tech. Laying 10 points, 10 and a half, dangerous, dangerous spot. That's one of my circled spots. We'll go over some of the other ones coming up next, right here on The Look Ahead with me, Scott Seidenberg, here on VEASAN. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. (laughs) I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save 40% site-wide. Get 40% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on the look ahead, Scott Seidenberg here with you on VSIN, the sports betting network. Uh, I mentioned that Texas Tech game as one of the circled spots on the college football card, which uh, I'll finalize coming up on, I believe on Wednesday, I guess we'll finalize that. Uh, but yeah, that is one of the circled spots that I have coming into this week. Just an update on the college football record going into this week. We are at, as I update the page here, college football on the season is at 25 wins, 12 losses, and one push. And I had asked, I was trying to think of, what's my record betting the American Athletic Conference? Because I know that I've bet on Houston a bunch this season. I've bet on SMU. I've bet on Memphis. Uh, It's been eight times. I've been on an American Conference game. I'm five and three. I thought it was better, but there was uh, those two Memphis losses. That uh, the one where they missed four field goals was that against Tulsa? They missed four field goals in that game and an extra point, and they didn't cover. And then um, the one where I found out in about an hour before a kickoff that quarterback Seth Hennigan wasn't going to play, and instead of buying out of it and canceling the pick and just losing out on the VIG, uh, I stubbornly just said, ah, let it ride. (laughs) And uh, they lost that game. Um, And then with Houston, lost the first half, covered the game last week, and then there was the loss against uh, South Florida where they were 13-point favorites and they only won by 12, and they allowed two 100-yard kickoff returns for touchdowns in that game Uh, and didn't cover despite having over 650 yards of offense. Uh, And then I had the SMU over uh, SMU game earlier in the season. I forgot who they played against, but covered that one. So I I just like betting the American Athletic Conference. And I think that Houston on Friday night against Memphis is worth a look. Uh, I know it's a high line, and part of me wants to take Memphis plus the points here. Because Memphis can score with Houston. I think the better play might be to forget about the spread and just go with the over 60 and a half. Because Houston's going to be able to score on this Memphis defense. I mean, Memphis can't stop anybody. what, what, What concerns me about Memphis being able to cover this line is that as great of an offense as Memphis is, the Houston defense is really good. 
But Memphis's offense is is very elite, and they should be able to score high twenties. They should be able to get twenty eight. They, sh- they should have four touchdowns in this game. Memphis should have at least five, and if that's the case, this game's going over sixty. So sixty and a half is the total. So uh, the first circled spot is you know on first glance. It's Houston minus the nine and a half, but I think it's the better play might be, and I'm going to type these out as I say them, the Houston-Memphis over. And that was, what, 60.5? So we'll monitor that. Sticking in the American Athletic Conference, uh, SMU plus 12. SMU plus 12 against Cincinnati. They are a live dog. An absolute live dog in this matchup. And I would not be shocked if SMU upsets them. It's funny. I was just checking my Twitter when I was looking at to see the picks and what I did with the American Athletic Conference. On October 21st, a week before SMU played Houston. So SMU's undefeated. And they must have, they were probably coming off of a win here. Let me look at their schedule. So they were coming off. Yeah, they they beat Tulane. They won 55-26 against Tulane. And, you know, I don't know why I was thinking about it. Somebody said something on Twitter, and I responded to them. And my response was, I can't wait until SMU loses to Houston, but then beats Cincinnati. And then a week later, SMU loses to Houston. Well, now will they beat Cincinnati? I don't know, but I certainly like them to keep it close. Plus 12 is going to be a, a circled spot for me. Uh, on principle alone, I feel like I just have to write Michigan State. I don't know if I'm going to play it, but on principle alone, you're giving me one of the biggest games of the year. Actually, the biggest game of the year to date, because with every passing week, there's going to be a bigger game. In college football, right? Like, if Ohio State wins this game, next week's Michigan-Ohio State game is the biggest game of the year. So, this is the biggest game of the year right now. 19-point spread? I know Ohio State's good, and I think Ohio State wins this game, if we're being honest. But three touchdowns? Ah, come on. Maybe they win by 10. Maybe they win by 14. Uh, on principle alone, I got to take Sporty plus the 19 points. Uh, Oklahoma, I like a big bounce back spot for Oklahoma at home against Iowa State, laying four points. Oklahoma, as I labeled, they still have an opportunity to get there. And I think that's got to be the message for Lincoln Riley this week is let's put the loss behind us. Because the season is still ahead of us. We can still get there. You got to handle your business, but we can still get there. With two more wins, we're in the Big 12 championship game. And so I think that's got to be the mentality for Oklahoma here, laying four points at home against Iowa State. Um, Clemson and Wake Forest, first glance is the over in this game. 56 and a half. I think that, or 56, first of all, I think Wake can get there by themselves. 
but we've seen the Wake Forest play these high-scoring games. They score a lot. They don't defend a lot. The NC State game, 45-42. The North Carolina game, 58-55. The Army game, 70-56. The Syracuse game, 40-37. The Louisville game, 37-34. I'd be shocked if we don't go over in this game. I can't believe it's this low. Thought it would at least be 60. So that's another circled spot that I have on this board. Uh, Notre Dame, it's a heavy number, but Notre Dame has been covering lines here over the past couple of weeks. Uh, Notre Dame minus 17 against Georgia Tech spot here that I circled. Georgia Tech coming off a loss against Boston College, 41-30. to uh, Notre Dame's offense, a little bit more potent than Boston College, but it's Notre Dame's defense that is definitely better than BC's. So I do like um, Notre Dame, even at the high number. Again, not an official play. These are just the circled spots, the spots that caught my eye as I looked at this board. Um, Arkansas, Alabama, no real feel for that except for the over. So Bama... And Arkansas, and it's at 57.5. I think that that game could go over. Uh, We've seen both teams put up a ton of points this year, so I like the over there. Uh, Michigan is 15-point favorites at Maryland. Classic look-ahead spot, right? Michigan is looking ahead to that game against Ohio State. Can Maryland at home not, maybe not pull an upset, but catch this Michigan team off guard. Then again, Maryland lost 40-21. to 21. Uh, That game was on the road at Michigan State. And Michigan State was in the look-ahead spot of looking ahead to their game with Ohio State. So maybe don't really buy the look-ahead spot. Michigan and Maryland, we'll see what happens there. No real feel, no real circle here for me. Uh, Wisconsin laying nine and a half against Nebraska. Uh, total is at 42. I wish it was higher because my look would be on the under. Um, but Wisconsin this season defensively, they are not allowing any points. And you want to talk about a team that is stepping up at the right time, trying to uh, solidify their spot in the um, Big Ten championship game. Over the last three games, they have allowed 17 combined points. Over the last four games, they've allowed 30 combined points. I mean, this team, they've allowed 44 over their last six games. Six-game winning streak with only 44 points allowed. I don't see Nebraska scoring on this Wisconsin team. Then again, Nebraska's at home. Maybe that affects them differently. Again, just some circled spots, not official plays. Speaking of plays, it was a big day for favorites in the NBA. We'll get to that coming up next. I'm Scott Seidenberg. You follow along on Twitter at Scott's On Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. This is The Look Ahead here on Visa, the Sports Betting Network.
on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The VSIN Black Friday offer is here. Right now, when you sign up for our $99 midseason football special, you'll also receive a $20 credit to the VSIN store. Get all of our expert sports betting analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season, plus $20 to buy VSIN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry, this is a limited time offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at vsin.com slash subscribe. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. The look ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. As uh, we take a look at what happened in the NBA on Monday night. And what happened was favorites dominated. 11 games in the NBA on Monday night. The favorites went 11-0 and straight up. Favorites also went 10-1 and against the spread. The only game that did not cover was the Phoenix Suns who were four-point favorites over the Timberwolves and won the game by three, 99-96. And at the end of that game, Devin Booker missed a free throw with 16 seconds left and Jay Crowder missed a free throw with one second left. If... Both of them hit those free throws. Favorites go 11-0, both straight up and against the spread. Just absolutely wild. A heavy favorite dominated day in the NBA. And I talked about this last night, and and there were games, and look, I stupidly played the Rams as a part of this parlay, but uh, I went 6-0 with the money lines because I, I I told you guys, that you can pick on bad teams here in the NBA. And the six that I gave out were the Celtics over the Cavs. And I thought that the Cavs, obviously, without Jared Allen, and and it would be very hard to beat the Celtics two games in a row, especially when the Celtics blew a 19-point lead in that last game. So I like the Celtics to bounce back. I like the Knicks to bounce back against the Pacers, a team Knicks lost two straight. The, the Pacers just beat them last week. Great bounce-back spot for the Knicks. And then picking on the bad teams. Wizards over the Pelicans. Pelicans are now 2-13, and 1-7 on the road. Wizards won and covered. Hawks over the Magic. Magic bad team. Magic now 3-11, and 11, and the Hawks improved to 5-1 and one at home. They covered easily. I, want, I told you to bet against the Rockets, who are now 1-13 on the season. Grizzlies win, cover easy. And then the Heat over the Thunder. Heat easily beat the Thunder 103-90. Uh, a couple of ones that I didn't play that, you know, would have been fun. Bulls dominated the Lakers, 121-103. Blazers beat the Raptors, 118-113. They were three-and-a-half-point favorites, so that would have been a sweat fest. Uh, I mentioned the Suns, who did not cover. They won by three over the Timberwolves. Mavericks beat the Nuggets, 111-101. They covered that one. Kings blew out the Pistons. That's the one that I should have done. Uh, that was pretty easy. Kings, uh, you know, Pistons are now 3-10. and 10 on the season. So let's take a look at Tuesday. What do we have? Well, just a three-game slate on Tuesday. You have the Warriors at the Nets. Warriors coming off just their second loss of the season, playing against the Nets now on the road. Nets are a a two-and-a-half-point favorite right now 
kind of like the Warriors to win this game against Brooklyn. Um, but then again, these are the types of games that like Brooklyn gets up for. You know, the Nets will Nets will lose. Uh, you know, some big games or lose some mediocre games. Actually, if you look at their schedule this season, the Nets have actually lost the big marquee games, and they've beaten up on everybody else. They lost to the Bucks on opening night. They lost to the Heat in a marquee game, and they lost to the Bulls in a marquee game. So well, maybe the Warriors are the right side of this game on Tuesday. Uh, you have the Jazz hosting the Sixers. Sixers are banged up. They've lost four straight games now, uh, eight and six on the year. Uh, the Jazz are eight and a half point favorites at home. I probably would say Jazz money line because uh, nothing about this Sixers team gives me any confidence in them. Just not the way that they've been playing. And then the Clippers, who are six and a half point favorites over the Spurs, Clippers are coming off of a loss. That snapped a, what, six game, um, seven game winning streak. So the Clippers looking now to start their start another winning streak here. Uh, so I think the Clippers can handle their business against the Spurs. So I like, if you're doing a money line parlay, I would say take the Clippers on the money line. They're laying six and a half. So do Clippers money line, Jazz money line, and then Warriors money line. Let's see what that pays out right now. Looking at the DraftKings Sportsbook, Warriors plus 120, Jazz minus 400, Clippers minus 240. That pays out plus 289. However, we don't have to stop there. An interesting nugget was brought to my attention in this morning's edition of Adam Burke's betting blurbs. If you get your subscriber emails, you will see that Adam Burke talked about a trend in the NHL where favorites of minus 200 or higher this season are 34 and 7 on the year. So, NHL favorites of 200 or higher are 34 and 7 on the year. That is just wild. So, let's take a look at the NHL schedule for Tuesday and maybe there's more teams that we can put in this parlay. The Penguins are minus 245 against the Sabres. We'll plug them in. You have the St. Louis Blues are minus 320 against the Coyotes. We'll plug them in. And that's it. Those are the only north of 200 lines in the NHL as presently constituted for the schedule coming up on Tuesday. A couple of games are close and could see them close north of 200. For instance, the Maple Leafs are minus 195 against the Predators right now. Also, in the in like the one, I guess the 175 is the Stars against the Red Wings. I don't think that'll exceed 200. Same thing with the Rangers and the Canadiens. Uh, so maybe just the Maple Leafs will go higher. But if you take a look now, you have a five-leg parlay, all money lines. St. Louis Blues, minus 320. Penguins, minus 245. Clippers, minus 240. Jazz, minus 400. Warriors, plus 120. 
on the DraftKings Sportsbook, that pays out plus 620. I'm not saying it's going to hit, but it's fun. It's just playing off a little bit of trends here. NHL favorites of 200 or more, 34 and 7. So I'm blindly betting in a parlay the two NHL favorites that are north of 200. And then in the NBA, I'm going with two favorites in the Clippers and the Jazz, both at home, and then I'm going with the Warriors on the road to upset the Nets in what's, you know, pretty close game. They're two and a half point underdogs. So that is at plus 620. Just out of curiosity, you know, so that's kind of interesting for me. Maybe we'll play it. Maybe we won't play it. But I think it's really interesting to see a night like this happen in the NBA. And I'm not saying that this is going to happen often, but so far this season in the NBA, we've seen favorites do really well. And there's another full slate on Wednesday. And it's a similar spot. You're going to have teams playing against bad teams with an opportunity to to fade them. Pacers are in Detroit against the Pistons. I like the Pacers in that one. Uh, The Heat are at home against the Pelicans. The Heat will be a heavy favorite. Knicks at home against the Magic. You take the Knicks there. You got the uh, Thunder Rockets. They cancel each other out. Blazers at home against the Bulls. Eh, Who knows about that one? Uh, Suns Mavericks, tough game. Kings, Timberwolves, kind of tough as well. Lakers, Bucks, not going to touch that one. Nets, Cavs. Nets at home against the Cavs. Well, Cavs as dogs have been good this season, even without Colin Sexton. Uh, Hawks at home against the Celtics. Probably stay away from that one. Wizards on the road at the Hornets. Probably stay away from that. So I think there's a money line parlay to be had coming up on Wednesday. It will be Pacers, Heat, Knicks would be the three teams to go with on Wednesday. But we'll talk more about that when it comes to Tuesday night. We'll keep monitoring these trends in both the NBA and the NHL. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Follow us all at VSIN Live. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, 
have a plan, and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for money line, over, under, and against the spread bets. Betting splits are another way vcin is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. It's the look ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Uh, we have three games in Maction on Tuesday night Toledo at Ohio, Western Michigan at Eastern Michigan, and Bowling Green at Miami of Ohio. And I'm not going to um, just say to do this, but. Over the last two weeks, Maction overs are, I believe, what? Let's see, last week in the Mac, because it was six and two, I believe, in the last eight games. And the two that lost were by a combined three points, I want to say. So last week. You had the Tuesday games were two and one, and the Wednesday games were two and one, and the the both games that did not cover were by one point in Ball State Northern Illinois, and by two points in the Ohio Eastern Michigan game. So last week, Maction overs went four and two out of the six games, and again the two losses were by. Three points combined. And then in the week before that, Maction Overs went, I believe, three, four, I think five and oh. So we're talking about just betting the over in the Mac games. And so, like I said, you have three games coming up here on Tuesday's schedule. 
Toledo, and Ohio, Western Michigan, Eastern Michigan, Bowling Green, and Miami of Ohio. Total in Toledo, Ohio is 54. Total in Western Michigan, Eastern Michigan is 66. And the total in Bowling Green and Miami of Ohio is 51. Not saying to do it, but you could blindly just do the uh, maxion overs and take a stab, see what happens, because they have just been going over at an alarming rate. That's what it's been. It's been crazy to see the maxion overs so far on this early season. Once again, you can tweet at me at Scott's on air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. Some people responding to my tweet about the NBA favorites going 11-0 and straight up. And yeah, I'm sure people made money. It seems like uh, the public did should have done well with the NBA on Tuesday night. Not so much with the NFL as the public got absolutely crushed with the amount of public tickets and public money that was on the uh, Los Angeles Rams on Monday Night Football over the 49ers. I mean, I'm still kicking myself. I, I don't know why. I put the Rams money line in a parlay. I just, I did not see that performance happening. And I know that everyone was on the 49ers to cover the spread. I wasn't worried about the spread. You know, I wasn't worried about covering three and a half. And I, I would have been okay winning by a field goal. You know, I would have been okay winning by one point. I was just saying, I think the Rams are going to win that game because of everything that was laid out in front of them. You know, with the Cardinals losing, you know, uh, that just opened the door for the Rams to get right back in this division and really have a chance to put themselves in a position that with a win over Arizona in a couple of weeks, they would be in first place. Now, not only do they need a win over Arizona, but they also need help. They need the Cardinals to lose again. And we'll see. We'll see how that plays out. But a missed opportunity, a bad performance, and the 49ers clearly the right side as they just, this game meant more to them. They dominated, and it showed. It absolutely showed. And now where do you go next week? I think that it's the perfect opportunity to fade the 49ers because of how much this game meant to them. The emotions that it took, the energy that it took to get up for this game. All week talking about it's Rams week, it's Rams week, it's Rams week. The crowd chanting, beat L.A., beat L.A. This game just meant more to the 49ers. You know, the Rams coming in with the Super Bowl hype, with uh, being the, the third favorite to win the Super Bowl, the second favorite in the NFC, despite not even being in first place in their division. I think the 49ers, uh, much like the Michael Jordan Jeff uh, from uh, The Last Dance, I, I took that personally. I think the 49ers took the, took it personally. And what? And yes, look, did Matthew Stafford help out with a bad interception on the first drive? Yes. Did uh, they get helped out by a fluky interception that wound up being a pick six on the second drive? Yep. And were they helped out by Sean McVay making a stupid decision and trying to go for a fake field goal at the end of the first half? You betcha. But the 49ers outplayed the Rams the entire game. And so now, 
looking ahead to next week, the 49ers on a short week of preparation because they play on Monday night, uh, probably going to get off on Tuesday, come into the facility, you know, just go, go in for treatment, but no practice. Go in on Wednesday, practice Wednesday, practice Thursday, practice Friday, travel, or no, practice Wednesday, practice Thursday, walk through Friday, travel Saturday, and then you got to wake up at 10 a.m. body clock time, play a game against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, how do you get up for that game? It's easy to get up for the Super Bowl favorites coming into your building with the beat LA chance. It's easy to get up for your division rival. It's easy to get up when you're a home underdog and you see that everybody's picking against you. But how do you get up to play against a bad Jacksonville Jaguars team that's two and seven in the hot sun of Jacksonville after you just flew six hours across the country. And that's just annoying. And listen, I know these guys fly in style, but it's easy to see the 49ers come out sleepwalking in that game, if I'm being honest. And I think that the Jaguars, plus the points, absolutely an attractive bet coming up here on Sunday. Absolutely an attractive bet. I'd love it to be at seven. It's at six. I'd love it to be at seven um, because I'd love that push protection here. With a touchdown. But, you know, I'm just looking here and I'm just thinking uh, Jaguars plus the points probably going to be the uh, the right side of this game. And it's a complete, has nothing to do with the Jaguars. Even though, like, they did backdoor a cover against the Colts with a, a touchdown in the fourth quarter, Right. And they did beat the Buffalo Bills. They got blown out by the Seahawks, though. Uh, They did beat the Dolphins. I mean, hey, at home this year, they lose to the Broncos by 10. They lose to the Cardinals. They get blown out 31-19. Lose to the Titans 37-19. But beat the Dolphins 23-20. Oh, that game was in London. Um, Beat the Bills 9-6. 49ers coming into town now. Yeah, it has nothing to do with Jacksonville. This is just a complete fade of the 49ers. That's what it is. Complete fade of the 49ers going West Coast, East Coast, early game, short week, coming off the emotional high, letdown spot against the lowly Jacksonville Jaguars. Give me the Jags if it gets to seven, auto fire plus seven. I'm Scott Seidenberg, always on Twitter, at Scott's on air, S-C-O-T-T-S, O-N-A-I-R. Coming up next, we'll continue to look into the NFL and take a look at the spreads coming up here for Week 11 and the futures market as well as it seems to change each and every week. 
in this league, this unpredictable league. Unless you're just automatically better than Bruce. This is the look ahead here on BC. smarter on Saturdays. VEASAN experts have you covered. We're tracking line movement, studying matchups, and finding value across all of college football every week. Whether it's betting the biggest rivalries or surprise under 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 rivalries or surprise have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. <laughs> I love that it's KidSafe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app.